here we are again. I'm like, yeah, we here, literally here we are again. You ain't selling me on this shit. Ah, oh, your mopey, poopy face. I'm like, I'm getting tired of that. Smoking cigarettes, Dad. You can't stop me from skateboarding, Dad. I'm not gonna do a short thing voice because it's gonna sound buffer Amishy. That's what you did in the 80s. You saved the day with your magic dirt bike. Watch stuff on YouTube to try to help me understand it in my brain. I just like how every Skype call begins with <sighs> I'm out of breath. I'm out of breath. Oh. oh I can't breathe. Can't taste, can't breathe. I was just minutes ago standing outside, just standing outside, not doing anything, standing, just to breathe fresh air. Oh, see, and I have to come inside to breathe fresh air. Because outside, it's... I, we, we have these giant trees around us, and they're just... Just shitting pollen. You know? And so... Yeah. I, with all the rain we had yesterday, you can walk outside and all you smell... You can smell it because it wiped it off the trees and drained it down onto the ground. You can just smell nothing but pollen. And that's... Uh, that's ugh. your... I'm just over here. Just... <sighs> See, I've been a little better since it's been raining. I mean, it knocks it down on the ground, so it's not floating yeah. around in the air. I still have to go out and I smell yeah. it, and it about makes me gag. But it's yeah. yeah cat cat dander knows nothing about rain or sunshine or any sort of weather at all. Nope. <laughs> you know, in the movie The Beyond, where the you saw The Beyond, right? Uh, yeah, we're talking about uh, Fulci. Fulci's Seven Gates. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So when the the pigtailed girl, younger pigtailed girl, red hair, yeah, she turns into a zombie, and then the I think the doctor guy shoots her in the face with a magnum. Yeah, that's what I wish I could do to these cats. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> anyway, that's how my morning's been going. <laughs> it's been an adventure. <laughs> yep. Oh, I'm actually. Uh... Not feeling too bad today. No. Not too bad. I'm I'm tired, but so this won't be garbage part two. <laughs> no, this will not be garbage part two. I don't think. Oh, don't act like that last episode was all my fault. <laughs> oh no, I was. A, I kind of remember being a complete and total wreck. Right, both of us. Oh, were. awful! You were awful. And I, I, <laughs> I remember telling you how ba- bad you looked. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that I'm. I'm. Well, I can't breathe. But other than that, I feel pretty good. But other than my the fact that I literally cannot breathe. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, the but, rain's been helping me. So. Yeah. And I've got my hanky here just in case. Like, my legit hanky. It's not a make-believe. It's the real deal cloth hanky. Perfect. Perfect. Yep. Oh, I'm furiously in here making notes. I'm prepared! Uh-huh. Oh, I don't even... Uh, oh, I didn't even write down... Uh, yeah. I'm not prepared. I, <laughs> well, it's what first time for everything. Yeah. I noticed that we both put the same movie on the roulette. So yeah, I saw that, and I, I <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I can give you something else if you want. You add it up there first. So, uh, did you watch the trailer for that one though? Lost Bullet. Yeah, I think like I, I mean just the autoplay Netflix thing. Yes, I did. Yes, because I thought that was pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah. 
Heck, I think I think all of the one. Well, we'll get there. Well, we'll get there. Yeah. I mean, we've, we're only three minutes in. We got to bitch about something. Yeah. First, right? Oh, I've. I could other than on... cats and puking and. I WD forty'd my chair. Didn't help one bit. I actually think it sounds worse than it did last week. Actually, it's a lot better. Oh. Because look at this. I can lean back and nothing. Before it would go. Oh. Is that the I'm WD prepping. 40 right behind you? Like, I what? see a can of something right behind you. Is that the WD 40? No, that's the air com- uh, compressed air. Shit. Oh, okay. My okay. wife's computer on her laptop, her fan is no. just loud as hell. I mean, and so every morning I wake up on the couch to. Because she's banging on her laptop trying to get the fan to stop. <laughs> And so I said, well, we'll get some compressed air and kind of maybe blast it in there. Maybe it'll clean out the fan thing. And as soon as I did, a whole bunch of liquid came flying out and went right all over her computer. Like, oh. it's just supposed to be air. And yeah. every time I spray it, that whatever the liquid is that makes the compressed air, just liquid everywhere. Like, I'm not spraying that on your computer. Wow. I, yeah, I thought it was just somehow compressed air and it wasn't just this... Cummy, no, gooey. I think there's some liquid in there that that is a gas that I don't know. Yeah, I, I, but I can tell you that liquid comes out. Anyway, karate is good. I'm not sure if I told you, but I'm, I've been going back to karate, and it's I I think it's pretty cool how they've been finding creative ways to keep the social distancing thing going while still training and uh, kind of fine-tuning what you already know, I'm like, I'm pretty impressed. Uh, I mean, I can, like, long-term, this, it can't, it can't keep going on like this long-term because you have to keep learning. You have to, you have to spar. You have to, you know, be able to have physical contact with an opponent to really keep growing and learning. So, but I'm like, last night's class was really good. It wiped me out, which is good because usually it takes the, you know, it takes the sparring or the self-defense stuff to really wipe me out. But I'm like, when I was done, I'm like, well, that was a workout. I'm tired after that. And so I'm a little bit, I'm even a little bit sore today. So that was good. But it was Lucas's, uh, the, the instructor was Lucas's god, godparent. And he is just, that is, his life is like martial arts. And he's so good at it. And he is a great instructor as far as how to, even from social distancing, really telling you how to improve your skill and do this and do this. And it's great. It's, I, uh, I, man, I respect that guy. He's really, really good at what he does. So, and he's, and he's my son's godparent now, which is, I think is pretty awesome. Yeah, it is. I don't know. Yeah. How long any of the restrictions are going to hold up? Cause I, I drove through Berlin yesterday and nothing. I mean, people walking up and down the streets, and not one of those businesses is essential. They're they're all just knickknack shops and junk and antique and whatnot. And I mean, the streets were loaded, and I counted all the way through Berlin, and uh, lots of people walking up and down the street. I counted three masks. Oh my goodness! And then I went to thrift store, and nobody was wearing masks. It's it's done. It's it's, they got tired. Everybody got tired of it. So yeah. yeah. Yep. Just. Well, my buddy online said it, and he's absolutely right. It's, we're, we live in a, I want immediate answers and immediate results. And it's, this is not a situation where you can have those. And no. So everybody's just like, well, since I don't have them, then I'm done. <laughs> okay. Murka. 
right there yeah. in a nutshell. Yeah. But uh, yeah, up here, I mean, at the grocery store, people still, at least in this, I'm not, well, I know how it is down there, but up here, you can tell it's it's dropped off, but there's still a lot of people that wear face masks at the grocery store, at Target. Um, so, yeah, so that's good. But yeah, it's yeah, whatever. It's not to go into oh. politics or anything again, but... No, no. It's not. <laughs> Although we did get complimented on our political episode. Oh, really? Yep. Uh, I got something to bitch about. Okay, uh, have you heard of Last of Us video game? Yeah, oh yeah, I've been wanting to get that. Uh, Last of Us Part 2 came out, and my buddy got it. I've been watching him on Twitch lately. And uh, so I've been following along with him as he's been playing through it. And I was like, oh, I, I have Last of Us. I got it for a couple of bucks for PS3. And every time I would go to play it, I could maybe make it five minutes into the prologue, and then it would just, like, parts of the sound would drop out, and then it would just freeze up so hard that my PS3, I had to unplug it. Not what? even turning it off again would make it work. I'd have to unplug and hard boot the thing. It has never done mm-hmm. that with any game ever. And it did it three or four times, and I'm like, what the hell? And so I went online, and this is years ago when I, when I first got the game. Went online and was looking around, and here, I'm not the only person this has been happening to. It's just something with this game. Every once in a while, you get a copy where it just shits the bed. And it is frustrating. So I just gave up on it. And now Last of Us 2 came out, and I'm watching him play it, and I'm like, man, I want to play this game! This looks good! And so, I'm going to try it again. And I went and put the disc in, and it said, there is a software update for this game. I'm like, sweet! Maybe that'll fix it. So, uh, did that, and was playing through it. was like, I can play this game! This is awesome! And so I got about 15 minutes into it, and the dialogue just stopped oh. working. <laughs> And then the game is just like, yeah, yeah. It's like, well, I can't hear any. Nobody's. They're all doing this, like, but there's nothing coming out. That does not. I mean, I've never heard of that in a video game where it does like where it freezes up like that, but it still kind of goes. I mean, in the like PS One days, maybe Xbox days, but, yeah. And the disc is pristine. There's not a spot on it. I. Mm. It's something in the programming that sometimes some of their discs just don't work. I don't know. But now, I mean, I now I at least got 15 minutes in, and I finally was starting to get into the meat of the what's going on, but then at least I was able to eg- like quit the game without hardbooting it. But even in quitting the game, it kind of sat there like a dumb shit for a little bit and then restarted itself. <sighs> Back on the shelf you go! <laughs> Until one day maybe I have a PS4 and it'll play it or something. I don't know, but... That's interesting. Like, I I thought that the first one was for PS4. I didn't even know that it had, it was that old that it came out for PS3. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. Yep. But, yeah, I guess... Well, that, I, well it, I mean, they're playing Part 2 on PS4. Yeah. But, I'm like, I'm... My gaming is to the point where it's like, I I get games for real cheap. I know I, I got a PS4 a couple years ago, but it's like... You know, I got Uncharted 4 for free from the game exchange up here. I, I got a couple of Nintendo DS games and another PS4 game used. And I also had this one. And I'm not sure if they were running a special or something, but I looked at the receipt. And I'm like, zero dollars for Uncharted 4. I'm like, oh, okay. So I have yeah. all all four of the Uncharted games for free. Like, I literally <laughs> did not pay a dollar for any of them. And Uncharted 4 is awesome. 
Did but you finish one, two, and three? I am almost done with three, but I finished one and two. And Perfect. part three, I was going to keep going, but uh, I, I'm i like, oh, I want to play like a current gen game now. And it's right. very much a current gen game. And I got the first Doom from 2016. I got that, that brand new for under 20 bucks. And um, it's awesome. And really, 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 really hard. That game is hard. And I have it on the pussy setting. Well, and I'm, I now I moved on to Assassin's Creed Four Black Flag. I don't know if you've ever played any of the Assassin's Creed. I haven't. Games. Uh-uh. Oh, they can be. You wouldn't last long. Try. Oh, right. I, I went about halfway through the first game, and before I was starting to throw controllers, and I'm a couple hours into Assassin's Creed Four, and I'm getting along. I'm getting along, but there's still those times where <sighs> there's just too damn many buttons. Oh, and and it just inferior there's too many controls it doesn't need to be this complicated but it's so complicated and press r1 to do this well if you're walking you're walking too slow and if you press r1 to run then he's running too fast and it's it's yeah. well and if you're running then he'll automatically parkour okay that's great but if i'm just trying to run down the street and follow a guy and then all of a sudden you know you're not even trying to he just boom parkours up the left building it's like motherfucker uh, you know what i mean yeah <clears throat> or up on top of something useless there's a pile of boxes and he just parkour up to the top of the box and it's like <sighs> I which alerts what... a guard for some reason and then you know they're on to you and then you're yeah. Yeah, i've had a few times where the boys are in here and i really gotta bite my tongue because i'm like Ugh. But, but, you know, it, it's also, there's pirates, and I'm sailing ships, and shooting cannons, and... Cool stuff. I'm hanging in there right now, but I, there's virtually no way I'll finish it, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. I, w- I would say that the Uncharted series is, that's probably the best series of games I've played in as long as I can remember. Like, they're all so good. That's my type of game, where... Now, part four, the, because it's a current-gen game, lots of story, lots of cutscenes, which are great, but I'm like... Boy, the first two games especially, like, you get in on the action and it doesn't let up hardly at all. It's just run and gun and climb and jump and whatever. And then three, there was a little bit more story and now he's a kid for a little bit. And then, and this one here, a ton of story stuff going on, which is really good. The graphics are great, but I, I can tell it's like, oh, they've, the, they've gotten like the, the space on the disc is a way more now and, so it's more cinematic, but it, they're really good. Uh, that's my that's my style of game, though. I love that stuff and Doom as well. I run and gun. Like here's the story: that a guy on a on Mars or whatever, and there's demons. Shoot them all. There we go. I'm I'm yep. in. Yep, I agree. I still think Part Two of Uncharted was my favorite, and um, yeah, the casting for that movie still every now and then we get another nugget. Uh-huh. Tom Holland is going to be the young one. And then I think Mark Wahlberg is going to be the old one or okay, something like that. I, I don't know if Mark Wahlberg is still in or not, but you mean Sully, like the old guy that always is chomping on the cigar. No, right? he's going to be like old Nathan Drake. Yeah. Oh, okay. Huh. I don't know if he's still in. I th- that that might've been an old one, but I think Tom Holland's supposed to be the young one, and I'm like, ah, we're even messing with the young kid stuff. Like, I didn't even care for that part in the game. Yeah, and that's, oh, there's there's that stuff in part four to where, and three. But regardless, they're still really, really good, and those are just minor quibbles on on what otherwise is a really solid franchise. I'm, I actually, Maynard was up, my buddy Maynard was up this weekend, and uh, I'm like, so PlayStation 5 coming out, I'm sure there's going to be a, you know, 
PlayStation 5, Uncharted 5. He's like, ah, like, I don't think so. I'm like, oh, don't spoil part four for me because that's uh, something obviously, <laughs> like, I'm guessing Mr. Nathan Drake is not going to survive part four. Oh, well. But I don't know. Well, they can always go back when he was a teenager. Yeah. Or make something out of that. Yep. Yeah. Or they had, he had a kid, maybe. So, I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, uh, or a brother. It is. Actually, part four is him and his brother. I'm like, right, right now, he, his brother is with me on my little adventure. <laughs> but, uh, and uh, that's another thing is the more, it seems like they reeled it back thus far a little bit in part four, but in part three, there were so many puzzles that slowed the game down. To where it's like, yeah, I'm, you know, I've got my AK-47 and doing this and this and this. And then all of a sudden, oh, now here's a puzzle that's going to take you an hour to figure out how to to open a door. And I don't like that. Not me. Yep. Google. Oh, yeah, immediately. YouTube, let's watch the walkthrough. Okay, here's yep. what I exactly what I have to do. Yep. So, Turn this pillar this way and yep. that pillar that exactly way. Exactly what I have. And like, I, how long did it take for you to figure that out, to record this? They're gamers and I'm not. I'm a just some dumb middle-aged guy with a PlayStation 4 just fumbling my way through these video games and through life. On easy mode. <laughs> on easy mode, exactly. Oh, and every every game I have, it's always what is the most pansy mode I can have it on. That's me. There's nothing wrong with that at all. Yeah. Even even Doom. Like at first, when I first started playing Doom, I have it on the please don't hurt me mode or whatever. And I'm like, <laughs> This is, I actually think it's called Please Don't Hurt Me, but yeah. I'm like, this is, this is too easy. But I'm like, yeah, and then I'm about halfway through the game and it's almost impossible. I, it's, I get just <laughs> murdered by these demon things. So. Take cover, take cover. Uh, I've, I've, I've seen I'm, you play, you just run. Oh, oh, and I'm all about run and gun. Run and gun. Just soldier way through that. Now I hear that, that the newest one is, Frustrating on like on a whole new level. The the reviews that while the graphics are good and the gore is all there, that there's a lot of platforming in it, and uh. I'm like, eh. so I'll wait for that one to drop drastically in price before I pick that up. Yeah. So video game freaks. Yep, it's time to get on with the show. We're really yeah. getting on here. Yeah. Uh, you ready for the roulette? I am. I'm Eric, and I'm Eugene. And this will be a better episode. Woohoo! It's time to spin the wheel of the movie roulette. We dive in the ocean of cinema and try and find those gems in the rough. Dig it, dig it, there. All right. What and on here? this episode of the roulette, it is... Oh, we're coming off of 300. It is Blood on Satan's Claw up against Rapid Fire. And you're up first, sir. Tell me about Rapid Fire. Uh, rapid Fire. So, uh, first off, I went on to YouTube. I'm like, four bucks for a rental or ten dollars... For the whole shebang. So I'm like, you know, if I like it good enough, I'll watch it again. So now we're pushing close to what it would, you know, what it would be for another rental. It's out of print on Blu-ray. I'm like, eh, just go for it. So I bought it for 10 bucks, and uh, totally worth the 10 bucks. Uh, it was pretty much everything that you said. I, you, may, you might like it a little bit more than I did because I have not grown up with this movie. So I don't have a any history with it at all. But it's... I mean, if you take... Here's the thing for me. If you take out Brandon Lee and maybe Powers Booth, it's a pretty standard issue, generic 90s action movie. However, 
with those two, especially Brandon Lee in it, it's it's like several at least notches up from a Steven Seagal movie. Easily. Yep. Easily. Yep. He he kicked so much ass. I man, just watching that movie. This this and The Crow are they're the only two movies I've seen with him. I don't think I've watched Showdown in Little Tokyo. Um, but oh, he had so much promise. He like very charismatic. Like he was easy to watch. Like it's not like oh, you're you're only on screen because of your martial arts skills. No, he was a likable person. Um, but the whatever the plot was, I barely remember it. Bad he cops. saw a drug dealer kill a guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there are a couple of awesome shootouts, which you even talked to me about. Like, there's one where they they have these, like, double-barrel machine gun type thing. And I'm like, they're they're all business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, oh, yeah, that was... I, I'm totally fine with the $10 purchase. Um, now, 15 or 20 eh, I would rather have it on Blu-ray. But for, for an HD, eh, it was, that was fine. I quite liked it. Cool. Didn't overstay its welcome. Hour and a half, whatever. But very, it's it had a little bit of an eighties feel with uh, just with everything. But you could tell we're now into the nineties with the racist shit. <laughs> and you know, oh, they're 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 the sex scene. <laughs> so <laughs> I told you. It oh, the- that was so awkward, and it wasn't just awkward. With, like those two, it was. It, <laughs> And then, we would, and then we would cut the Powers booth walking or talking with cops with the song still playing. And I'm like, oh, this is not a good time to cut. Just stick stick with Brandon Lee and big frizzy-haired lady. Uh, stick with those two doing their thing, not jump into Powers booth with... I don't know. I, I said it's the most awkward sex scene oh, I've ever seen. Oh, it's so awkward. I'm like, what? Who... What editor thought this was a good move to intersplice cop procedural stuff in their very awkward sex scene to begin with? <laughs> uh, so, anyway. You, rec- you recognized Henchman Guy? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That was... That was a <laughs> 90s... It felt like 90s direct-to-video. Actually, it felt like one of those 90s... I'm sure it played in theaters, but it felt like a an off-season 90s action movie. Like any Van Damme slash Steven Seagal movie. Yep. It's one of those, uh, though, that the more you watch it, the more you'll notice some of those details uh, of the martial arts and stuff like that. Mm. And 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 it will it will elevate in future viewings, I think, for you. Yeah. Uh, just because you're, you'll know what you're getting into. You know what's coming. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and he just... The whole movie, I'm waiting for him to pull that gun out and blow that bowling pin away, and oh. and and then he does it. Like yeah. the movie delivers. Oh yeah, <laughs> yep. Powers Booth was great in that. Fantastic, <laughs> kind fantastic. Of a, kind of a father figure to Brandon Lee in it, and just Powers Booth. That Powers <laughs> Booth powering on, but uh, whatever her name was, uh, the lady. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, I just I. I thought it was funny whenever she was on screen. I'm like, oh, you're still kind of 80s, but now kind of 90s. And, uh, was... I love that fight scene, though, with the uh, feds when they turn on him in the apartment. Oh, yeah, that was good. And he whips the shit out of him with yeah. that fridge door. And he <laughs> beats that dude with a door a couple of times, breaks yep. his face. 
Yeah. Uh, even the way he does those low kicks to the bottom of the door, that is just straight Bruce Lee. Just the, it's just in his DNA. It's weird because I, I don't know what his mom looks like or back then, but man, he does not look like Bruce Lee. He has the skills, but I just, it's hard for me to see Bruce Lee in him other than his martial arts skills. Well, she's a white American, so. Okay. Yeah. Um, what was the other thing I was going to say? Oh, the plot. Now, seeing all, and the vast majority, you're absolutely right about the level of where this falls on, uh, being above, slightly above the Steven Seagal, but direct-to-video kind of. Yeah. You're absolutely right. But the thing, another thing that elevates it for me is the plot. And the plot of all of those other movies is always, you killed my partner, sister, father, brother, cousin, and I'm coming for revenge. And in this one, Brandon Lee constantly does not want to be involved whatsoever. No, he doesn't. Like, yeah. <laughs> he would be perfectly happy just like, I'm out. I want out. Just leave me alone. <laughs> uh, so I, that's another thing that I liked about it. Is that's something you just didn't see. Even in that last, what was that one roulette I had a couple weeks ago? White Tiger? Is that oh, yes, was? yes. Yep. Even that one. You killed my partner. I'm going to go after him. You can't go after him. Give me your gun and badge. You're suspended. Uh-huh. I'll go after him on my own. And that's the plot of every Steven Seagal movie, I think. Yeah. Just about. Yeah. Okay. Over on my side. Blood on Satan's Claw from 1971. Um, horror thriller set in the 17th century England about the children of a village slowly converting into a coven of devil worshippers. And you said that this took you, that you hated it the first time, it was okay the second time, and about the third time you came around on it. Yep. I don't know what took you so long. <laughs> um, this was a good movie. Ah, cool. It, it is kind of slow in some parts. Um, but then I gotta remember, it's 1971, that's, that's the time, you know. I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you. The, the, I guess I don't, I don't want to spoil too much for other people, but because this is not something that's probably commonly seen out there, but yeah, the leg scene, two thirds of the way through the movie. (laughs) Yeah. The volume went down real far on that part. And I was looking at my computer because it was like, that's fucking gross. Like I can't (laughs) even deal with that. I was kind of glancing over like, is it still going? Oh, they're still doing it. Oh, that was gross. Um, Really interesting plot. Uh, I, I there were a couple of things that I thought were left a little open ended that are the or that <clears throat> I didn't quite maybe understand as far as some of the kids in the coven look very similar, and so I was having a hard time keeping track of who was who a little bit. Like in the very beginning, the guy comes there with this dude comes there with his uh, girl that he's going to marry, and then she's locked in the attic. And then she's drug away. You know, the whole that whole deal. Yeah. Whatever happened to her? That, okay, so I'm glad you brought that up. That was story one. This was was supposed to be three short stories. Oh, see, I kept forgetting that. Yeah, and that was kind of, that was part one. And so that's why it feels like, well, what happened to them? Well, she got taken to an an insane asylum or whatever. She was just, but she's out of the movie. She's out of the movie, yeah. Okay, okay. So, and... And that actually bothered me the first time I saw it. The first couple of times, I'm like, "What? What's going on?" And then when I started to really read up on the movie, I'm like, "Oh, they did a really good job of making it still a concise, yeah. 90 minute movie versus what it was supposed to originally have been." 
But it makes it almost feel a bit more unsettling to wear it like that. It's like, oh, I thought they were going to be our main stars, and now they're gone. And and now it's... Well, and it it didn't bother me too much that they were gone. It just was like, and we're not dealing with the monster thing under the floor, and, and, uh, you know, I mean, most of it was pretty all together with Blondie leading this... Oh, she was Angel. Angel. Oh, just... Evil bitch. Oh, she was evil. Oh, she just... Oh. In her eyes, you could see she's she's evil. And the, the creepy Satan-y thing behind her. Oh. I'm like, can they, everybody see that thing or not? <laughs> like, there are some things I didn't kind of understand, but it didn't really matter. It wasn't a big... It wasn't like a... It's not a negative on it. It's yeah. just, oh, I wonder what's going on there. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is a culty thing. They Some of the stuff is kind of annoying, um, but... Uh, makes sense for the times. Like, they're just in trying to convince the guy to come out to the field and see the thing. Like, come on, your your lordship, please. Oh, and then later, it turns out he does believe all that shit. Mm -hmm. And I was actually waiting for him to be the leader and take over the cult. That's what I thought was going to happen with that big thing he had covered up. I was like, he's going to come out here and he's going to whip this thing off and he's like, Fuck you, Blondie. I'm yeah. I'm the man. Well, it, it, then, it's alluded to with with how the it freeze frames. Spoiler: how it freeze yeah. frames on his face with fire, kind of that he himself is an evil man as well, which he kind of is a, a prick, uh, yeah. kind of a dictator type guy over this whole village in his own. Type but that's of the way movie. it was back then. Yeah, that's the way it was back then. Yeah, but just oh, that movie is. It reminded me a little of The Witch and Children of the Corn and. Wicker Man. Just yeah, you're right. It's all three of those movies mushed together. Yeah. No, and just every now and then you'd see a like. Did that lady have a claw? Was that a claw that I just saw, or was that oh, just little bits of like creature hair on these? Uh. And then random kids would just kill other kids. And yeah, just because what? it was the whole community was overtaken by this evil spirit of this this disgusting skull thing that they found in the field in the yeah. beginning, which, whoa, even that was just, ugh, Gross. Unsettling. So gross. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm glad you liked it. I, yeah, I, I, I'm officially a big fan of that movie. Yep, it was good. Uh, okay, we need to get on. Yeah. Uh, next round. Okay, first up for you is Code 8 from 2019. This is on Netflix. Actually, all three of mine are on Netflix. Action Crime Drama. Directed by Jeff Chan, a super-powered construction worker falls in with a group of criminals in order to raise the funds to help his ill mother, starring Robbie Amell and... uh, Steve Amell. Yeah, Martin... Okay, anyway. Uh, But it's... I believe that's a Netflix original, and it looks quite good. Uh, Next up is The Night Clerk. Uh, from 2020, brand new movie, hour and 30 minutes, crime, drama, mystery, uh, voyeuristic hotel clerk becomes the subject of a murder investigation. Ty Sheridan is in this, uh, he's a good actor. Oh, uh, Helen Hunt and John Leguizamo is in this as well. So I'm like, that's a pretty decent cast. Mm-hmm. Um, and a short runtime, and if it's a Netflix original, then it's probably fairly well produced. And lastly is Lost Bullet from 2020. These are all fairly new movies. Uh, action crime thriller, hour and 32 minutes. A small-time delinquent turned police mechanic uh, 
for a go fast track task force is forced to defend his innocence when his mentor is killed by dirty cops. And this is a, it was made in France. And so I, I would assume that if it's on Netflix, they probably have a dub version, but it, I'm sure that's probably, it's in a, it's original language is French. So there you go. Kind of three action-y type movies. Action suspense. Yep, good stuff. Uh, coming your way, we got The Blackout, Invasion Earth, which I just now thought, hmm, is that a sequel? And so I'm looking around, and uh, there's a movie called The Blackout from 2019, but this is The Blackout, Invasion Earth from 2019. And they have similar premises. I don't understand. But The Blackout, Invasion Earth! <laughs> Trailer looked good. Um, between, uh, contact between most towns on Earth has been severed. A small ring-like area in Eastern Europe still has electricity. There are dead corpses everywhere. Who or what is destroying all life on Earth? How long will it, the last outpost of mankind survive? And I believe this is a Russian film. Uh, it's on Hoopla. So it's one of those that's going to have bad dubbing. You know, yeah. those uh-huh. always, but, the, but it had good special effects, man. Uh, next up is The Darkness from 2016. I gotta put that in there because there's about 12 movies named The Darkness. Uh, on Netflix, after bringing home a set of mysterious stones from the Grand Canyon, a boy unleashes an ancient force that terrorizes his family, Kevin Bacon, Rada Mitchell. Have you seen this? No. Mm. Trailer looked creepy. And Greg McLean, director of Wolf Creek, made that. Oh, I, do I even need to read another one? <laughs> <laughs> oh, go for uh, it. I, I also had put down Lost Bullet for you, but do you want something else? No, that's fine. Okay, well, Lost Lost Bullet's an option as well. Okay. Not, he's like, it's fine because I'm not taking it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that does look and sound really good, that Lost Bullet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I can't believe that I've never... I've watched, I think, all of Greg McLean's movies and Kevin Bacon, Rodda Mitchell. Yeah, I'll take The Darkness. Now, it's PG-13, but you never know. It might be... I mean, even if it's just harmless roulette whatever, I'm fine with that. We'll see. I mean, Kevin Bacon, yeah. he's not usually in, in complete garbage. shitty movies, is he? No, I don't think so. The last movie we watched, well, you watched the uh, X-Men movie with him, but then there was that cop movie, Cop Car. Yeah, I watched yeah. that too. So, good actor. Uh, I'll take Code 8. Oh. I'll give that one a spin. Lost Bullet will just have to hang around for another time. But that'll definitely be up again. You can yeah. bet on it. Same with the Night Clerk. That sounds good. Yeah, I looked on IMDb. I think I found that Blackout movie. It's two hours and seven minutes, um, 2019. And now there's a whole bunch of Russian names. That's got to be it. I'm the black. I'm but are you sure it's a sequel? Because they they say this. I was trying to find like a Wikipedia so I could know. Yeah, that's. It's a pretty new movie. But they both came out in 2019. Oh, this one says 2020. Hmm. It's 2019, 2020. But then IMDb says 2019. <sighs> Boy, you can tell it's Russian. Like, some of the characters' names. Oleg. Olga. Yuri Grubovs. Ivanova. Yeah. <laughs> Dolbatov. Okay, next, yeah. <laughs> next round of the roulette will be coded up against uh, The Darkness from 2016. And then we're going to rabbit trail a little bit before we get into recently watched. Why is there no Wikipedia page for this? I'm stupid without anything from Wikipedia. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, I got one, two. She got three things. Oh, really? I only got two. Okay. Uh, tell me when you're ready, and I'll. Oh, you're up first. Go okay. ahead. I'm just. So I was. Um... Oh, what was I? Was it? I was on YouTube, uh, watching, watching one of my random food, nothing, whatever shows. And there's all these commercials that pop up in the beginning. And one of them was for the Tom Hanks movie. And you, you know which one I'm talking about? The World War, or it's the yeah. one. And I'm like, like, oh, J- July 11th or whatever. Come to July 11th to Apple Plus. I'm like, what? Uh, I'm like, that's kind of big, isn't it? Like that, that was going to be a big summer movie. I hadn't heard that they were just dumping that one. No, I don't, I don't want to say dumping because the theaters aren't really open, but I, that's news to me. I mean, Artemis Fowl went to Disney Plus, which I have no intention of watching. That movie is getting trashed. Oh, the trailer looks good. I, we were going to watch it with the boys. Yeah, we were too. And then I'm like, oh man, everybody hates that thing. Anyway, supposedly this, this Tom Hanks movie is going to be on Disney Plus, or Disney Plus, on uh, Apple TV. So I did not know that. Did you had you heard of that? Uh, I heard that it was going to some streaming service, but I didn't know what. I think they might have had a hand in producing it or something. No, no? I could be wrong. So if this is like, that's not an Artemis Fowl type thing. This is like this would have been probably a pretty legit big summer movie. So at what point will some of the other ones follow? Like I don't think Wonder Woman would and uh, Top Gun, but I mean, do you could you see Ghostbusters finally just saying okay? Here Maybe, but is it depends. Is Ghostbusters one of these three hundred million dollar blockbusters like Wonder Woman? You know, those movies are going to cost yeah uh, four hundred million with marketing and blah blah blah. Uh, and like Tenant, Tenant's not going direct to video, yeah, or direct to streaming, whatever we want to call it now, because it costs too much. Yeah. They have to get something out of it. But Bill and Ted, I had heard that Bill and Ted was. Probably... But see, that's again. Did that cost two hundred fifty yeah. million? No. It couldn't have. Yeah. Uh, oh. So I think you're. I think I think you're going to continue to see some of the smaller ones trickle in there, but I don't think that you're going to see those big ones. I think they'll they'll delay them a year before they'll do that. Now, could you imagine Fast and Furious just popping up on Amazon or I mean on Vudu? Oh man, that's weird to even think that that's the times that we're. That's, that's not going to happen. But even this Tom Hanks movie, I'm like. That would have been one that I would have probably gone to see in the theater. That would have probably been a date night with the wife right there. Mm. I'm like, wow. I don't know. I don't know what that one cost. But I don't think that would have, was going to be considered a tentpole summer movie. And the special effects look pretty dodgy in it. Oh, really? I thought so. From the trailer, the waves and stuff, it, it's like, oh, that's not a CGI. What is totally that? CGI. i got to find out what that movie is called. Um... Uh, let's see here. Just look up Tom Hanks. Yeah. Greyhound? That's got to be the one. Yep, Greyhound. There it is. And I think it looks okay, even for me being the one that is so enamored with uh, ocean movies and submarine movies and stuff. I'm like, eh. Yeah. Uh, okay. Oh, back to you. There you go. Okay. Uh, Michael Keaton in talks to return as Batman. That was that was one of in the ones, yeah. In the Flash, I think it's fantastic, and I think he will do it. And I, it would just be kind of a glorified cameo, anyway. I, I'm guessing. Uh, but you're if 
Andy, I don't know how to say his last name. Muschietti, the guy that directed it, I think. Oh, okay. He's the one that's directing the Flash movie currently. They've gone through a slew of people. Uh, and he says it's still going to be based on Flashpoint, which you haven't seen that one yet. It's in uh-huh. my voodoo if you want. You, you'll probably be very confused, but I can give you the rundown real quick. Uh, th- do you know the origin of the Flash at all? I mean, just what I saw in the movies. That's it. Okay. Well, I, as a young boy, uh, and I guess I'm going off the TV show, which I assume is based off the comic, but I think I think it kind of is. When he was a young child, like our boy's age, uh, ages, uh, all of a sudden one night there was this whirlwind that came flying into his house and tore up his house and killed his mom and his dad went to jail for it when he was a boy. So he was raised by foster people and became a uh, forensic doctor of criminal science, more or less. And so he's a cop. And then one night when he was in his lab working with chemicals, a lightning bolt came down through the sky light and blasted him, covered him chemicals the same time it hit him. And that's how he became the flash. Okay. Uh, fast forward. He wants to save his mom. So he figures out how to enter the speed force, run back in time. And it turns out that his mortal enemy from the future was the guy who went back in time and killed his mom. So he goes back and stops him from killing his mom. But this changes everything. So when he runs back to the present, or his present, he no longer has Flash powers. He's not the Flash. He's just a regular guy. His mom's still alive. Uh, Batman is not Batman. Uh, in Gotham that night, uh, the, the guy in the alley killed Bruce Wayne and did not kill his parents. And so uh, Bruce's dad, Thomas Wayne, became Batman, but he uses guns and kills everybody, and Martha Wayne lost her mind and became the Joker. Okay. This is all the product of Flashpoint. Okay. So at a certain point, things got... And then Wonder Woman went to war with Aquaman, and the whole world was at war. All the superheroes were at war. It was... Like, it changed everything. So he had to get his powers back, run back in time, and stop himself from saving his mom to set everything right. That's the basic story of Flashpoint. So that's what they're trying to do in this movie. That's why you're getting castings all over the place of... So uh, you're talking about the multiverse now, too. So he could be going to different multiverses. So you're going to... That's how you're going to see Michael Keaton as Batman, old Batman. You're going to see... You're going to... They're going to bring everything in if they do that. That's why you're you're hearing castings around the Flash of, of all these other crazy characters. Which is awesome. Uh, there are a lot of people that say, no, you can't do that. You need to do an or- origin story for Flash first. No, you don't. Just just go. <laughs> okay. If you can do it in an animated movie, you can do it in this. That's why uh, that was the original plan, and that's why Zack Snyder had cast such big names as Thomas and Martha Wayne. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. Oh, it, it's, okay. You see, it's the guy from Watchmen, and it's the girl from uh, The Walking Dead. That There's a reason he cast those people, because they were going to be Batman and the Joker in the Flashpoint movie. That was coming down the road. So now, hopefully they stay on track with it. But a lot of it's going to, I think a lot of it is going to depend on what people think of the Snyder Cut. He had built out this universe for like five other movies and interconnected with all this other stuff. And then it got... Got totally derailed with the Justice League fiasco. So this, I mean, this, depending on how it goes, the ship could be steered back... 
uh, correctly. Pretty well, yeah. That's cool. I'm yeah. impressed. Well, we'll see. I mean, who knows what the final... Yeah, yeah, you should check out that animated version of it, because it is awesome. It is gory as hell. It's rated R. I just wanted to give you a little bit of background, because it starts off at... Um, he just got back from saving his mom. So he doesn't have any powers and his mom's alive. You know, so if you don't know any of that, you're like, what the hell is going on here? Uh, so if you know going in that you're at that start point, you'll be all right. But, and you'll enjoy it too. It, that's, that's one that I really want you to watch sometime. Okay. It's my voodoo. Okay. Throw it up on the roulette sometime. Next week. Oh. <laughs> Maybe. Okay. Cool. Um, oh, okay. that was your other one? Uh, my other one was, uh, that was one of them. And then uh, Joel Schumacher passing away. I thought we would just touch on some of his filmography real quick. Yeah. He was, I did not realize he was 80. I didn't either. Man, he, I mean, he lived to be a ripe old age. Yep. But he's got some real, I mean, yeah, he has some duds, but he's got some of my favorite movies. Or at least one of my favorite movies. Um. Which would be The Lost Boys, of course. But he's got some other really, really good movies. There was the one with Colin Farrell, which it was kind of Colin Farrell's breakout movie, uh, Tigerland. Yep. And uh, that would be my favorite one from him. Was, that is a fantastic movie. I agree. But he does have some from the 80s that I grew up with, like um, Flatliners. Mm-hmm. Flatliners, I, same, I, same I, almost Fire. I haven't seen that one. Uh, Dying Young. Uh, falling Down. Falling Down, great good. movie. Yep. yep. Just watched that not long ago. The Client. Batman Forever. Batman Forever, which I still maintain is the only really decent Batman movie from the first four there. <laughs> I always have liked that movie. The fourth one I thought was... I think I've only watched part four one time in the theater. I hated it so much I never watched it again. Oh my gosh, I've watched that movie so many times. And every time I hate it. But I... I <laughs> Ice, ice to meet you. I yeah. still have to watch it every now and then. Oof. But uh, looking over the rest of his filmography, like the number 23, that was with uh, Jim Carrey. I think I've watched that once and was kind of... I hated it. Yeah, that's... I remember not much caring for it. Blood Creek was a good movie, though. I've talked about that one on the show already. That's Henry Cavill. And, um, oh, what's his... Uh, uh, Michael Fassbender is the ah. demonic or Nazi... Entity thing in that. That's a good movie. I don't remember even talking about it. Uh, Bad Company is one that a lot of people like to trash. I think it's a fun movie. I like it. With um, Sir Anthony Hopkins and Chris Rock. Bad Company. I'm pretty sure I saw that. And did not like it, I think. Yeah, probably but not. But I like it. I, Anthony Hopkins has an, attitude, has an attitude and Chris Rock's always funny. It was good. Well... <clears throat> it was decent, although I always thought Michael Bay directed it. The way, it, honestly, that's the kind of action movie it is. Yeah, I seriously thought it was a Michael Bay movie. Did you? Uh, did you watch? Phone booth uh, is good. Yeah, phone booth is that was really good. Did you watch Eight Millimeter? Oh yeah, I have that on DVD. Okay, eh. it's not. Yeah, it's not good. I mean, yeah. it's a mixed bag. I just remember and, when that thing came out. Oh, it's so hardcore. No, it's not. I don't think. Oh, I know. And the, and the way the trailer sells it and the way Nick Cage reacts in the trailer. Like, oh! You're seeing him, he's watching. Yeah. He's like, oh, oh, I'm scarred for life. And then you kind of see what's going on. It's like, uh, Yeah. I mean, it's bad. It's not that bad. 
Agreed. It he just, obviously has never been to Rotten.com like we used to spend our time. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I've seen worse stuff on YouTube than I'm sure what. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, that, uh, another, another great director has now, has now passed away. I would consider him to be kind of in line with, like, Tony Scott as far as that, that type of quality, I think. I'm not sure if Tony Scott has quite the filmography this guy does, this guy did, but, um, man, Lost Boys. Never even heard of this one. A young drug dealer watches his high-rolling life is dismantled in the wake of his cousin's murder, which sees his best friend arrested for the crime. I've never seen it. Emma Roberts is in that. Oh, Rory Culkin. Zoe Kravitz. Trespass? Was that with Nick Cage? Yes, it is. I don't think I've seen that. Did you see Or, I don't know. No, I didn't see it, but now knowing that he directed it, I didn't know he directed it. I would have gave it more of a chance, but, you know, Nick Cage. Yeah. It was was one of those, oh, Nick Cage is being crazy, and here's something new on Netflix. Actually, that's the last feature-length movie he made, was Trespass. Any House of Cards couple episodes and some video shorts called Killing Floor Star Baby. Oh, Tigerland is so good. Yeah, it is. That's a great movie. I need to watch that one again. I'm trying to see if Colin Farrell did anything else before that. Yes, he did. <laughs> some movies, some TV. That was 2000. Wow. Well, anyway, rest in peace. Yeah. Uh, okay. Anything else you want to talk about? Or, well, nope, that's it. Recently watched. Yeah, I figured that I've, I've got a bunch of stuff to talk about, and I'm sure you've got a epic shit ton of VHS to review. I probably am not going to get to it today because we're already at almost an hour. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's all right. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, I want to start off with Extraordinary. Uh, this is a newer movie. I have it in my voodoo. I'm not sure if, well, we'll see if you want to watch it after my review. I was really, really looking forward to this one after the pretty much universal positive reviews. Um, and it is a good movie. It's a comedy. It's an Irish, like, charming Irish comedy horror movie um, with quirky characters. And Oh, these, these words are meant to be positive and they're just spewing out of your mouth. With I know. I, yeah, I, I was expect. I think, I'm not sure what I was expecting, but I, I got a quirky... Quirky Irish comedy horror movie. Will Forte's in it as the villain guy. This middle-aged lady is a driving instructor, uh, but she's actually, she can talk to the dead or whatever. And she teams up with this widower guy that his wife is haunting their house. She teams up with him because uh, Will Forte's character is a, uh, he's made a pact with the devil to sacrifice a virgin so that his music career can uh can get back on track. Hijinks ensue. Uh there's some ghost busting type stuff going on. Uh, comedy stuff happens. The main funny bit of course is uh they have to collect ectoplasm for reasons something for reasons and uh every time they collect ectoplasm the uh person like kind of just slowly like not barfs it up but kind of throws up like this big 
blob of white cummy looking stuff and it's kind of funny um <laughs> uh, you ain't selling me on this shit <laughs> Oh, and then she's middle-aged, and he's quirky, and every now and then he gets possessed by his wife, and he talks with an accent and like this or something, and smokes a cigarette, and it's funny. And I'm like, ha. Oh. It was... <laughs> so yeah, it was okay. You should give it a watch. <laughs> I think I'm good. Um, I think I'm good. I Here's the thing. I can totally see why it got a lot of good reviews because it's it's harmless it's it's quaint okay moving on i'm now i'm starting to really not like the movie (laughs) (laughs) okay boys come here they just got up they don't know i'm recording okay but still they're sitting beside each other i'm recording so either no talking or go upstairs one chance think I heard that was, that sounded a little bit angry. Like, okay. Yeah, well, there was attitude there. Uh-huh. I've been having troubles with the older one. Oh, really? Usually it's the young one that's giving you grief. Yeah, I know. But uh, lately it's been that one. Yeah, I heard that okay. Uh, that okay. I'm like, ah, that was, there was contempt behind that. Oh, yeah. I, well, we've been dealing with him a little bit lately because the younger one is, well, I have been because quarantine from home uh but it, bitch sesh part two i guess no uh because the younger one is probably like your younger one which is he i love to annoy my brother i love to annoy my brother i love to annoy my brother annoy 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 and bully 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 and then eventually when he's had enough of it holden just hurts him he just hits him scratches or something like that uh, and the other night he pushed him out of the tub oh that's and, not good that's, I, I lost my, mm, I don't swear at my kids, but I was yelling. Yeah. And, and I, I do not swear at my kids, but I was yelling because that's a stupid broke arm trip to the ER. I was pissed. And then I told the younger one, after I got done yelling at the bigger one, I turned to the younger one and was yelling at him. And I said, if you can't treat people this way either, just going around thinking you can annoy them because in the real world, somebody's going to kick your ass. Oh, very much so. And because I said ass, their eyes perked up, you know, like, oh, daddy said a naughty word. Yeah. But it's like, dude, you can't go around treating people like this. And he's already got in trouble for doing it to the neighbor. Eventually he's going to do it to somebody that's going to whip his ass. Uh Uh-huh. We've had the same conversation about my youngest is there's going to come a time where how he acts is going to backfire and he's going to get clocked. Eventually, the bees you're trying to catch will sting you. Yes, they will. Uh huh. Or the cats that you can, the cats that you continually pick up, pick up, or rub your face in their face. Eventually, you're going to get scratched. Yep. But I mean, will those cats grow up already? It doesn't take that long for them to get that big. Let's go. Come on. They're still like yeah. little kittens. Oh, I hate them. Anyway, <laughs> next movie. Um. Oh, do I review a complete piece of junk, or do I talk about uh, premonition? Or no. Uh, not premonition. What the hell was it called? Did I delete it off my watch? I sure did. I deleted it. Um, preconception? Pre predestination? Presence? Pre is that the one that we just coherence? I mean, oh. <laughs> not even close. 
Coherence. Yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah, let's talk about Coherence because I just watched it and you just watched it and um, and then I watched stuff on YouTube to try to help me understand it in my brain. <laughs> and I, I think I got it. <laughs> okay. I like that movie. That was... I, I echo your thoughts. I think it's more... I get why you like it. Um, it, it very much had a primer feel to it, and I did like this movie, uh, especially because I kept on thinking about it when it was done. I'm like, man, uh, that was that was very, very, very well made for what was obviously not much money because it was, I mean, w- maybe one and a half locations. It was a house and a street. Yeah, yeah, um, and stock footage of a comet, I guess, or whatever. I, uh, the acting was spot on. I didn't really like the characters, but they were not made to be, you know, empathetic type. Like, oh, I, these characters, I, I empathize with these characters. They're just, they are, you know, middle-aged yuppie types. And much like the, uh, the initiation, it reminded me of the initiation, actually. Uh, mm-hmm. obviously until things got really science fiction-y. But that had to have been a difficult script to write. Uh, yeah. There is a lot going on, and it, I get it, and I see it, and it all kind of comes together, but I'm like, that was not easy to come up with, or to make sure that it all still clicked together. Um, but, man, it gets a thumbs up. That's a very ingenious use of very little money. I appreciate that. Um, my brain, yeah, I mean, it tilt smoke coming out the ears by the time I'm like, why? I don't well, understand it. I don't, I don't claim to, that I understood all the science of it or anything. I just understand it in a very general sense, the same way mm-hmm. with Primer. But I thought it was easier to understand than Primer. I, uh, yeah, I would agree. Yeah. I, they're a little more clear on exactly the world that they're making and the rules and whatnot. Uh, but the way that I understood it is it's just a multiverse. And if you walk past that gray zone... When it gets really dark... You're, you're in another one. And I don't think you can ever get back. I mean, maybe if you had a thousand years, you could stumble back into yours. Oh, but, that's crazy. And dark, yeah. too. Dark. Way dark. Uh, what do you do? What do you do? Yeah. Because as soon <laughs> as you leave yours, there's... I mean, what do you... Your others are all thinking the same thing, or have yeah. anything that is kind of crossed, flashed across your mind. Somebody's doing it. Yeah, and and nuts. they even like they didn't they at one point they typed up like what the odds are or how many there there are. And it's like oh we're screwed. Like this is not good. This is yeah. not good. We thought it was us and the neighbors. Nope. It's yeah. you yeah. and infinity. Yeah, and I like that you said hang with it as far as like like. First 20, 30 minutes, especially the blonde lady, I'm like, ah, your mopey, poopy face. I'm like, I'm getting tired of that. Uh, But then her character arc, I actually, she was probably my favorite character in the whole movie when it was all said and done. But boy, at first I'm like, oh, my acting cutie or whatever her sad sack story was. Like, okay, you with the black leggings and the, uh, I just... A certain type, and I'm like, you're rubbing me the wrong way. But then she comes around, and it was good. That was a good movie. I I will actually probably watch that one again. Just I feel like that's one where every time you watch it, you'll probably pick up a little bit more and a little bit more. It kind of more and more clicks together. Yep. I I said Blu-ray, that'll go right on my shelf. Well, not next to Primer, but it would. I would think of it as Primer. 
Yeah, I would. Yeah. So there you go. All right. Okay, over on my side, I'm still, still struggling to find shit on Amazon Prime, but I did go on a bit of a tear this week because I found uh, movies that I'm I'm hunting for on VHS. They're they're almost Grail level stuff that if I can find on VHS. That's I want it on VHS. I know I can probably get it on DVD. I don't want it on DVD. I want it on VHS because Rad that's how would I be one of them. Rad is definitely one of them. Uh, but I haven't seen that movie in so long. I don't know if it holds up. I haven't. Oh, uh, it's oh yeah. Well, wait till next round. You can start off with that. You haven't reviewed it okay. yet. Uh, so I watched Gleaming the Cube. <laughs> oh, is that Rivers s- Phoenix? Uh, close. Christian Slater. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, a young avid skateboarder uncovers a government conspiracy while investigating his adoptive brother's mysterious death. And I didn't think this movie would hold up at all. I, this is one of the movies I watched as a kid that made me want to get into skateboarding. And, uh, I did. And I'm happy to report this was awesome. I enjoyed the hell out of this movie and I haven't seen it in probably 20 years, at least. Actually more than that. I bet it's... Closer to thirty. Uh, I, I, it's just so very eighties. Oh, it, <laughs> I've got attitude, Dad. <laughs> I'm smoking cigarettes, Dad. <laughs> you can't stop me from skateboarding, Dad, and listening to punk music. Uh, but then I've got to use my skateboarding powers to fight the man. <laughs> And they're not, and I think Tony Hawk is even in this. Is one of the henchmen, or is one of his crew? Yep, Tony Hawk. Oh wow! Uh, <laughs> but this is even back before they were flipping boards all that much. This was still in the skateboarding of hand grab your board, and uh... <laughs> so I got a lot of laughs out of it. Is legitimately is it a good movie? But it's an it's an eighties movie, uh, an eighty one of those eighties kids movies that. I, that's what I grew up on. That's the shit I grew up on. And yeah. so when I see it and it's good, not, it's not a piece of shit like, uh, um, oh, what is it? The one with Nicole Kidman oh. riding the dirt bikes. Uh, I hate that movie. BMX bandits. Awful. Yeah. That was awful. It's not like that. This, this is one of the good ones. Um, and I'm hoping that rad, that this and rad were two movies that I routinely, I rented, but I haven't seen Rad in so long, so I don't know if it'll hold up. I gotta, I gotta wait and check that one out. Uh, but because you watch that, maybe you'll like this. Well, I'll be damned, Amazon, you're starting to catch on. Actually, I would like to watch that movie again. I'm afraid to because of how stupid I think it might be, but fuck it, I'm gonna watch it again. Uh, from 1985, The Dirt Bike Kid, starring Peter Billingsley. Most people know Peter Billingsley from the. What is the Christmas, Christmas story? I've still never seen it. This is what I know Peter Billingsley from. I rented this movie all the time. And it's about this kid who sends, or well, his mom sent, gives him 50 bucks to go buy groceries. And he uses his last 50 bucks to buy this dirt bike that this guy is getting rid of that he hates. And it's all a piece of shit, you know, banged up junk. And then he cleans it up and it comes to life because magic. And then he, it literally flies. At, at certain points in the movie, it literally flies across the city with lots of blue screen. And 
So I'm thinking there's no way this is going to, I'm going to enjoy this. This was awesome. I, oh, I, really? Yeah. I totally enjoyed the hell out of it. Uh, as much as I, it made me feel like it, it was 1985 again. Felt like I was six. Uh, <laughs> this is what I associate with Peter Billingsley. I just do. And this is the kind of 80s world that I grew up in with the, the way the bullies were. And, uh, the, the, you know, not over the top, we're going to, you know, whipping out knives and we're going to cut you just, just kind of dicks that kind of elbow you and call you a nerd and, and, you know, stuff like that. So yeah, he gets this bike and he cleans it up. And as he cleans it up, all the, like the fenders rise up and it repairs itself. And then it magic can ride around by itself. And it's eye headlights move around like, like Johnny five alive. It's that kind of silly 80s movie. And I just got a kick out of it because that's what I wanted it out of life uh, was to find a magic motorcycle or get caught up in a government conspiracy with my skateboard and save the day. And in this one, he's actually fighting a bank from taking over his favorite kind of hot dog stand or something. And he saves the day because that's what you did in the 80s. You saved the day with your magic dirt bike. Yeah. But that's not the way the world turned out to be. Uh, okay, back to you. Well, going off of the, uh, riding the coattails of that one, let's just quickly review Rad from Vinegar Syndrome, which is so odd that, you know, you pop in the Vinegar Syndrome disc, 4K disc, by the way, this is, this is 4K, um, you get the Vinegar Syndrome logo comes up and it's that, you know, the sexy lady standing, whatever, and it's for this kid's movie, uh, because this is, Kind of a kid's movie from the 80s. And it's great. I have never seen this movie before. Oh, um, this is one that I rented all the time. Never. Yeah. I never saw it. It's um, if if uh, Days of Thunder was a dumped down Top Gun, this is a dumped down Days of Thunder is kind of what this is on, on dirt bikes or not dirt, on BMX bikes. Um, it's, oh, it's so cheesy. So, but in the best way possible. I'm, I'm, you've watched it obviously numerous times, correct? Yes. So you're not going to spoil anything for me, but I really don't remember it. I, I just, the only thing I really remember is that they had a track at one point and it kind of freaked me out that when they were, the, at one point of the track, you go around and you almost had to go straight up a vertical spot. Yes. To get on top. Yes. Okay, I'm thinking of the right movie then. That's the movie. Yep, that's in there. So the best part of the whole movie uh, is the the dancing with BMX bikes scene at the school. It's it is yes, one I of do the, remember that. It's one of the best things I've ever seen. It's it's just it's 80s. That that right there encapsulates the 80s. Is just terrible but awesome music for me. Huge hair and these silly looking. BMX bikes in a gymnasium or like they're, they're dancing with them. They're dancing. And it's not just the guy, it's the girl. And Oh, it's so funny. It's so, I almost rewound that scene just to watch it again. It was that good. Uh, but <laughs> they're, they've, you've got the bully, which is kind of your Iceman character because you know that they'll make up in the end and spoiler alert, they do. And, you know, he's kind of the, you know, the, He's kind of your Tom Cruise maverick of the movie. It's it's a it's a generic template, but it works perfectly. This was a great movie. I cannot believe it's taken me this long 
to watch Rad. But I guess this never really got... Uh, I don't think this ever got a DVD release. This went... I mean, this was one of those long-lost... Only yeah, on VH, that's VHS why it's a gem things. of VHS. People are always bragging when they find a copy. Yeah. Another Good thing movie. I wanted to say about Gleaming the Cube, I forgot, but I, I can't... I, this has to be saved for all time. Uh, the very first time I watched this movie, I'll never forget, because I was at my friend Josh's house, and his older brother, Jeremy... Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, ...was the one watching it. And so we went over into his part of the house, kind of his room. And so we're, he's like, if you guys are quiet, you can watch it with me. So we were watching it and we would not be quiet. We were bouncing around. We were quite a bit younger. Well, Josh was younger than me and Jeremy's older than you, isn't he? Yeah, he is. So there's a, a bit of an age gap there, but this might've been when this thing came out on VHS. So I might, he might've been, I don't want to throw him too hard under the bus. Keep in mind, he might, we're talking, he might've been like 12 and I was like eight or I don't yeah. know, something like that. It's not like he was a grown man, but uh, we would not be quiet. We kept horsing around and elbowing each other and bouncing on the bed or whatever. And at a certain point he lost his shit. And that was one of the first times I ever got my ass kicked by somebody that was not my parents. Like <laughs> he picked me up and threw me down on the bed and grabbed me by the back of the head and bashed my head into the mattress's heart like 15 times. Like he kicked the shit out of us. <laughs> All then, because of Rad. All because of, no, Gleaming the Cube. Or Gleaming the Cube. <laughs> oh, I'll never forget that. Thanks a lot, uh, Christian yeah. Slater. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Back to Rad. Uh, but it, it was great. I, I, There's nothing else to say about it. it was, the transfer is great. Um, the music is hilarious. Oh, and then the end, for the end credits, it's... Uh, <laughs> Uh, the movie ends uh, probably on a freeze frame, but then we have some random kid. It might be the main guy. I don't think it was, but he's just on a on a BMX bike, just doing these kind of these little weird little trips with his bike as the you know happy eighties pop synth music is going on, and <laughs> he's just kind of bouncing on one of the wheels like boop, 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 boop. I'm like and I watched it all. I watched it all. Like let those credits play out, baby. I'm watching it. Oh, it was great. In fact, I liked it so much. My my neighbor, he was like, "Hey, have you ever have your kids ever watched Three Ninjas?" I'm like, mm, "Oh I yeah, that's that's classic '80s shit too." Or '90s. Yeah. I guess it's probably '90s. But... Or, yeah, but he was like, "Oh, I'll, I'll let you borrow it." And so the, we watched it with the kids. But then I said, "Well, I've got a movie called Rad. You ever hear of it?" No. I'm like, you have got to see it. And he's about my age, so I let him borrow that. And we both were like, "Yeah, that was a good trade. Good trade." <laughs> I said, "What do you think of the dance off?" He was like, "That was." Awesome. <laughs> so the dance off is kind of what we all go to as far as like that's, I guess that's kind of the big thing of the movie is the this lame, hilarious dance off. I could watch it right now. <laughs> oh, Fantastic. So, um, okay, well, and yeah, go ahead. Um, uh, you know what? I'm going to talk about Predator real quick because the guys were up this weekend. To do a double header, we watched Ravenous and we watched Predator in 4K because Mr. Ty Mott has never seen Predator. So I'm like, well, what? It is no, yeah, I, yeah, we all said the same thing, like what? So Predator it was, and you know that movie. I'm I'm trying to think of a sci-fi action movie that holds up that good from the 80s. Like even Aliens, some of the effects in that movie are getting a bit spotty, but this one here, I don't think. The special effects are 
they're practical effects, yes, but they're not really dated, and the Predator itself looks so good. What effects um, in Aliens are dated? I don't think they are. I think, well, for me, mainly, it's the, the ship flying down to the planet. It's like, you can really tell it's not, like, you know what I'm talking about? Like, when yeah, flying down to the planet. nitpicking, I think, but okay. Yeah, that's, I mean, that was kind of the main thing, but I think the Predator and Aliens are some of the best examples of effects that were perfect back then and still hold up extremely, extremely well now, especially Predator. And that thing in 4K, it is so gory. Like, I told the guys when it was done, like, I forgot just how gory this movie really is. It is really, really gory. And the acting it, for, a, for a Schwarzenegger movie, I'm like, I, I love all the characters. I, and the acting is good. It's not like, oh, this is so cheesy. No, it's really not that cheesy. I mean, some of the one-liners are kind of cheesy, but Schwarzenegger, I thought he did a really good job in this role. Maybe one of his best roles. Um, this was such a good movie, dude. It's such a great movie. Hour and 45 minutes, give or take. That feels barely an hour. It just, it's it's like in no time you're at that that gorilla camp where they just lay waste to everybody. And all of a sudden it's Schwarzenegger versus Predator in the very end. And now it's roll credits. I'm like, wow, where, 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 what happened? Where did the movie go? I want more. Murder the jungle more, please. <laughs> I, I still don't quite understand what happened to, was it Hawkins? One of the first guys that was taken, which says the jungle came alive and it took him. And then they go find this, it just looks like, like a pile of gore. Yeah. Pile of guts. Did yeah, they just, not... was that him gutting him and then taking the body? Is that what we're meant to be? I think so, but yeah, there was just a pile of very, very 4K guts. <laughs> okay, uh, real quick, did Ty like it? Oh, he loved it. Okay. Loved now, it. Moving on, don't care anymore about that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, we've talked many times on the show about uh, uh, this movie and the, and the different releases that it's had because some people bitched about that Blu-ray release, uh-huh. which you and I were, again could almost make movie freaks top 10 but that's not really you and i were the only people that loved how cleaned up it looked and everybody else was like ah the graininess is gone so what does it look like on the 4k then is it because it looked very very different in the cleaned up version yeah they've dialed that way back it's there is grain but there's tons of detail there's tons of fine detail like the the cleaned up version they did clean it up to the point where it started to look a little bit almost waxy. Yep. Um, here, it's the wrinkles. I don't want to say the wrinkles, but you know what I mean? Like, there's more fine details definitely back in it. The grain is back, but not. it's not near as heavy as that first Blu-ray release or even, like, going back so far as I'm sure the DVD releases. It's... I don't know how they're going to make the movie look better. I'm sure the movie never is going to look like... Well, we Amazing. said that when we watched the DVD. <laughs> I know, yeah. It's like, it, this is not a huge budget movie. Um, so, but it looked really, really good. The sound, my lord, that thing is just, it's, it's so loud. Yeah, I had this one cranked up pretty good too, but when they just lay waste to the jungle and it goes on and on and on, like, should I turn this down? And I'm like, nah, nah, the kids are fine. <laughs> it's just a storm outside, boys. Yeah. You're okay. <laughs> But we all loved it. It was it was great. In fact, I'm like, yeah, if you guys want to, I uh, I suggested Dog Soldiers as a double creature feature, but 
Um, something a little bit more quirky and weird one out, so which is why we went with Ravenous. I tried to get them to watch Switchblade Romance, Hot Tension, and Ty and Clint were both like, we've seen that, and uh, no thanks. And Maynard was like, I haven't seen it, I don't want to watch it. Nope. So I'm like, well, how about Dog Soldiers? And Steve was like, eh, maybe not another creature feature. So Ravenous won out, and Ravenous was pretty much universally liked. Uh, which one did you watch first? Predator was first. Hmm. Boy, that's then, that's riding the Magnum first. I know. I have to like, and Ravenous is really good, but I'm like, oh, the quality isn't quite as good, and it's still a great movie, but I'm like, this is way low key compared to the yeah. hour and forty five minutes steroid ride that you had before. <laughs> yep. So, and uh, what's his name? Um, there was when Schwarzenegger and oh, Action Jackson guy. What's his name? Well, I could have told you until you said Ax- Action Jackson, then it just did, it farted right <laughs> out of my brain. Um, Carl Weathers. There you go. When they first meet and they do their their high five, that is probably oh. the greatest high five in the history of everything. Like I can't I, I can't think of one other better high five. Maybe Goose and Maverick, but even theirs isn't quite as good as it's just <laughs> yeah. the 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 veins are just just bulging and oh the you shirts son are just of a bitch. Clap! I mean, just the, the the entire planet should have exploded, and the roll credits at that point. <laughs> What's the matter, Dylan? CIA got you pushing too many pencils. <laughs> oh, and that's another thing is the movie is such a quotable movie, like Aliens. Like, there's so many quotable lines in that movie. Shane Black, stick around. <laughs> that one was a little cringy, but yeah. it's <laughs> he had the drop in or whatever. Some, yeah. I'm not going to do a Schwarzenegger voice because it's going to sound buffer Amish. <laughs> so we need intro clips. What the hell yeah. else are you going to do? <laughs> they all got to they all got to kick out of Jesse Ventura's. Um, I ain't got time to bleed. Oh, stuck that's stuck in stuck in there like an Alabama tick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the jokes. Oh, the, yeah, because of the pussies so big uh, and echoes yeah, or whatever. Some of it's a little dated. <laughs> yeah, but um, pussies as big good. as a house. Pussies as big as a house. Oh, is that the one where the where the guy then finally? Ho, 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 yep. Ho. Oh yep. man, that movie's good. Good movie. Oh, so, I'll be. Uh, you'll be hearing more from Bill Duke in a coming episode. Oh really? Oh, that's got to be something VHSy. Mm, it might be a Blu-ray commentary track, actually. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, and one other thing about uh, about Predator is Bill Duke's character. Actually, there there's a lot of like. Uh, here we are again, old buddy. Yeah. Just, just you and me. I'm like, didn't we just do this? Like, did we kind of said our goodbyes to, to old Jesse Ventura like in a scene before, and now you're you're drinking with his body. Uh, <laughs> it's just fun. I'm like, he's here. We are again. I'm like, yeah. We here. Literally, here we are again. I really like the. Is it? I can't remember. Is his name Hawkins? Not the guy with the glasses. Not uh, the writer. The other guy. I really liked him. I've always really liked him. Yeah. When, after Bill Duke kills the pig, and he's like, <laughs> yeah. he's like "Couldn't you find a bigger one?" Yeah. And he's like, "Fuck you, fuck you." Yeah. Uh huh. I liked them all. Like the the cast was so good in this movie. Yeah. But, and we went there. We visited the place where they shot it. We did what? We met meaning you and I. Yeah. Oh, very. That was shot in Puerto Vallarta. Or Puerto. Yes, that's right. Yeah, they 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 actually had uh, predator tours that we could have gone and taken, 
And they, they but point, it said we were we were they, drunk. <laughs> yeah, they they pointed across the bay. They're like, it's right over there. We'll go over there to this jungle, and and you, we were just like, or, and the straw <laughs> went into the mouth, and we just. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we should have done that. We oh. yeah, but we saw it, and we're we like, saw, what, yeah. are we gonna, what are we going to see? I mean, look right over there. I can see it. That's where it is. We saw it. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to take us through the. The jungle. the jungle, and then, yeah, yeah let's and get then we're like, ah, and scorpions and tarantulas and snakes and stuff, and yeah. yep, let's just get cut. drunk by the pool, yeah, yeah, and you passed out with your arm up over your head and just got totally fried oh, in your arm, burnt to a crisp. <laughs> Didn't one time? Wasn't that me? That was uh, I was just just drunk and fast asleep, and I had a tank top on or whatever and you just ripped the sheets off the bed and I, I was trying to wake I, you assholes up and, and I, you're like and I only had a tank top on and you were like ah I do <laughs> well I kept going come on get up it's time to go eat it's time to go eat and for you and the other guy and and you just laid there and I was like, drunk bastards and it's like five six o'clock I'm like come on I'm hungry and so, yeah, you had a tank top on, I ripped the blanket back, and then nothing you else. only yeah. had a tank top on, and that's when I realized, you're awake, and just <laughs> dying laughing. You're like, there you go, there you go. Son oh, of a bitch. Oh, yeah, then we would have the, uh, the, the, the barfing tournaments into the toilet. Uh, oh, <laughs> Just that uh, first day, really, right? Oh, probably. I, stupidity. Oh, every now and then, some... some 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 vague memories from that trip just kind of ooze back into my brain. I'm like, oh, I think that happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that did happen. Damn. And then we're right back out the other side of the brain. It's yep. gone. <laughs> oh, it's a wonder that we not only survived that, but we're not thrown into a deep, dark Mexican prison cell uh, for it, years. We, we got as close as you can get, I think. Oh, we got... We were... We were knocking on that door. <laughs> Dumbasses. Oh. Dumbasses. Oh, I know. Fear and loathing in Mexico. Yeah. Wow. Okay, well, uh, where am I at on time here? Oh, we're, we're right at the hour and a half mark already. Okay, uh, I'll do a real quick double header here, and then we can do coming soon and wrap up. Uh, there's another one of those 80s movies I want to talk about, but uh, you've, you've pulled us out of it with Predator, so I'll just wrap up. <laughs> The X-Men stuff that's been going on. We watched X-Men Apocalypse again. Again, I... I it Maybe I'm just the comic book dork, but I enjoy this movie. I... it is it great? No. Is it as good as the first two X-Men movies? Nope. Is it as good as Wolverine? Or... Uh, maybe even Origins? No. But I still enjoy it. It's got some good shit in it. It's got some interesting ideas. It's still got James McAvoy raising his two fingers to his forehead every damn time he's got to use his power. Just still annoying. But I like it better than first class. I I just do. It's a little weird, and there's a lot of big green screeny shots and whatnot, but... Eh. I enjoyed it enough. The kids and the boys enjoyed it enough. It, it It's fine. Uh, as far as the, the next one in the series was X-Men... Uh, I can't remember the name of the damn thing, whatever, Dark Phoenix. But it's not available to rent anywhere, and so I don't know. I'm just going to have to buy it somewhere, which shouldn't be hard. I should be able to get it for like a buck, since everybody hated it. Uh, Next up, me and the wife rewatched Logan. She's like, let's watch that one. We didn't, obviously, we didn't watch this one with the boys. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And 
the last time I watched it, I was like, yeah, there's some issues. This time I watched it, I'm like, yeah, there's a couple of issues here and there. But overall, this is still just a fantastic film. I mean, the filmmaking on, on oh, it is so frickin' on point. It's unbelievable. It's such a sad tale. Uh, I'm trying to think of anything new to say about it. I really don't have anything. There, I know there's a black and white version. I'll never watch it. You gotta yeah. see, you gotta see the blood in this thing. It is so gory. And the, the, I still question the way they took the story with the professor. I haven't read the book, Old Man Logan. Uh, which I guess this is based on, but I guess if that story point is in there, that's fine with how he deteriorates so badly and the, what causes it to just be him and Logan left. That's, that's so dark. And some of, uh, some of me wonders if the claim of this movie is less about how good the movie is and more about the breath of fresh air of being a departure from the cookie cutter form of the MCU. Mm. You know what I mean? Where it's, yeah. it's dark, it's violent. They're swearing. It feels realistic. Uh, I don't know. It's, a, it's maybe I'm right. Maybe I'm wrong. I, I don't really give a shit. The movie is awesome. And, um, yeah, that's it. it it's fantastic. Not something you're going to watch every year, but it's, no. And, uh-uh. Oh, and, 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 and <sighs> the Wolverine clone is the one who is, to kill oh, the professor, it's just whoo, some dark, just dark ass shit here. But thumbs up. Uh, so the X Men Three commentary is coming. I just, I really got to find a time where I'm not gonna fucking get interrupted because I can't pause it. No, and you so can't. There, there might be times I don't, and I don't. Uh, What's it? Tuesday. I might be able to this evening. I'm all prepared. I've got like four pages of notes. I'm ready to go. <laughs> I want to get it done. I'm ready to watch it again. It just, I, with the kids and stuff running around, I got to have Addie here to take care of the kids and dogs. And I don't know. I just, I haven't quite found that perfect moment (laughs) where I can have, you know, an hour 45 to get it done. Uh, But I'm, I just wanted to let you and the audience know I'm not putting it off. I just, I got to find that sweet spot. I got it. I understand. We're married men with kids. It's just, it's, Tough to get things done, especially for all on like that movie's what an hour forty five, something like that. I should yeah. know by heart by now after watching it twice in uh, two weeks. Yeah. Oh, still worth it, by the way. No regrets Don't, it, at all. Yeah, still, still oh. totally worth it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, coming soon for you. Uh, I, last night I started a movie called Creepers from Sergio Martino and then recut by Mr. Roger Corman. And I love that movie. Not Creepers. Screamers. <laughs> eh, what, creepers, Screamers, whatever. It doesn't matter. Creepy Screamers. Uh, yeah. Um, so, uh, I finished that up this morning then, but halfway through it, and it's a really good movie, but halfway through it, I'm like... I need something funny, so Hot Tub Time Machine it was, which I'll finish that one up. I don't like to split movies up into different days, but I'll finish that one up tonight. So I've got that on deck. Um, uh, I really, I really, actually, I'm surprised that you didn't throw this my way. Uh, 7500 on Amazon Prime. With oh, Joseph I forgot Gordon. about it because I almost had yeah. play with it. Uh, hit almost had play on it with the wife, and then yeah, me too. We were like, yeah, eh, not really in the mood. This looks kind of. Yep, depressing. me too. I'm like, yeah, depressed. I'm like, oh, terrorists on a plane. I'm like, ah. Uh. 
So, but I am going to watch that. Uh, half, halfway through, here's another halfway through movie, uh, Invasion USA with Chuck Norris. <sighs> halfway through that thing, it's, it's, it's a slog, but I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm taking one for the team. Him and his denim, denim vest or whatever and his little tiny, tiny little Uzis. Oh, you've just described every Chuck Norris movie ever. Every Chuck, every single one, yeah. And it's a really well-groomed beard. and That's good, because while you're watching it, and when you get done watching it, and you're still annoyed that you watched it, you can go, man, that sure as shit was no rapid fire. <laughs> oh, no, it's not. No. <laughs> but, uh, his big Bronco truck, and... Uh, have you every seen movie. this? Or, yeah, it's it's feathered back hair, and... Oh, I'm trying uh, to see if I have it on my shelf here. We got yeah. uh, Hero and the Terror, the Hitman, Delta Force One and Two. He has and Man of Very Few Words. He has not much to say in every single movie he's in. Just no. Oh, I wanted to know. ask you if you heard of this movie. I uh, went down. My mom runs a thrift store, so I went down there the other day uh, because she said we've got all these VHS tapes and we can't get rid of them. And I'm going to put them out on the porch for a dime a piece. I'm sick of it. And I was like, I will be down tomorrow. Uh-huh. And everything she has out there was shit. The only thing that I found for out there was uh, my third copy of the big box of King Solomon's Mines. Oh wow! Huh. I I yeah. couldn't I couldn't just let it go die in obscurity because she's going to throw all this shit away. The rest of the stuff was total garbage. But then since I know the manager of the place, <laughs> I get to go in the back, in the back back, and dig through the stuff that they haven't had room to put out yet. Okay. And dig and dig and dig and dig, I, I did, and I found about six tapes, and I spent 96 cents. <laughs> oh, not even a dollar. Not even a dollar. But uh, this is one of the tapes that I found. Have you ever heard of this movie? No, but that cover is wonderful. Yeah. I mean, I mean... Oh, that's great. You think I'm not picking that up for a dime? Are you out of your mind? And the, on the back it says, not. Re- uh, it's, it's called The Last Season. I could not find this on Film Aficionado, and that, so it's another one that goes on the list that, that yeah. they don't have up there. Uh, four drunken hunters eager to kill accidentally shoot a young man's dog. The exploding chain of events that follow lead to murder and more. The four killers cannot stop the gruesome quest for vengeance in this horrifying nightmare of revenge. Not rated approximately 90 minutes, distributed by Scimitar Entertainment. Oh, perfect. Perfect. I mean, this, this yeah. is, this is Vinegar Scorpion all over the place. It seriously, it is. That is, that is right up their alley. That's their type of movie right there. Great cover, too. So that's definitely coming soon for me. Those, that's, this is why I do the VHS shit. Because it's not on film aficionado. It's gone nowhere. Yeah. There's so many of those movies. You'd think that, you know, the market has been saturated with, you know, all these niche type Blu-ray companies and all these obscure movies. But there's still a plethora of movies that are just lost in obscurity. On it, they've only seen VHS. Some of them not even VHS. Yeah. Or you know, so. I, that's our, that's us, our collector collectability stuff. Yep. I'm I'm well up over 800 VHS titles now. Man, you've got to be getting short on room. <laughs> In this house, a little bit, I guess, but that's only because I can't, I, I don't have a fucking basement. I, well, I mean, I do, but I can't put tapes down there. They'll mold instantly. 
Yeah. I used to collect knives and I'd put that uh, them in a tub and put them down in the basement. I just went down and checked it. Uh, it's been years since I looked in there, but I went down and checked it because I wanted to get a certain knife. Everything is completely rusted to shit. I'm just going to have to throw it all away. It's a wet basement. Oh, it gets yeah. wet. So if I put the tapes down there, it's hosed. They're done. And, yeah, I've, they're done. and I mean, I've got my DVDs and stuff down there. That's fine. Those aren't going to mold. Or, I mean, maybe the paper will or something, but that, whatever. They're DVDs. That's not the end of the world. But I got to keep all my tapes upstairs. So that, so yeah, I do have a small stack of boxes up there with them in. Most of them are here in my office because I haven't watched a lot of them yet. Yeah. I, I mean, that and my Blu-rays are in my office because I'm not putting those downstairs. And any of my valuable uh, DVDs, valuable, valuable to me, not necessarily yeah. money valuable. They're up here too. But I, I, if I had a real basement, like I'm sure you do, or like the basement of your yeah. old house where it just doesn't get wet, then it would be fine. Uh, whatever. It, yeah. And it sounds like for you, you can't even get like a, a dehumidifier. Like you're, it, no, that... there's, there's a dehumidifier down there, but if we've had, we had one time when, and this was a unique situation. This doesn't happen often, but, uh, we had one time where we had, I mean, a good six inches of snow on the ground. And the next day it warmed up to like 40 and torrential downpour rained. So at the same time, the snow is melting, the rain is coming down and we had three inches of water in the basement. Oh man. You know what I mean? Like it's that kind of basement. It's, it's, it's not meant for anything other than storage. Yeah. And you got to put stuff down there that doesn't mold. Even storage, like, yeah, stuff that doesn't mold or stuff that is... Okay, if it gets, but in a decade, that's only happened once. I mean, most yeah. if we get a torrential downpour, not a big deal. If we get a torrential downpour that goes on for like four or five hours, and you know what I'm talking about, uh huh, we'll get some pools of water, but it's barely a puddle, and it doesn't even reach over to where my tubs of DVDs are. So it, even like our 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 rooms upstairs, I, you probably haven't seen our upstairs. Uh huh. They're not big rooms. Um, I have 12 by 15 or something like that. They're all equal size. Yeah. If I even had one of those that I could put shelving in, I could have my whole collection on display, but I don't have, I just need one room like that. That's not that much to ask. It's not like I need a whole freaking house to, you know, get my collection out. You've got more movies than I do. I think probably, I mean, yeah. you've got, well, I, I just have a handful of VHS at this point, but my, my thing is Blu-ray. Yeah, it takes up a lot less room, but still, it it's still, it takes room to... It, it takes room, have, yeah. I mean, all your shit's on display, right? Yeah. Everything. The majority I mean, of my shit is in storage. <laughs> oh, because even, like, no, the VHS, that's in another room in a closet. Actually, it's really close to the, to the dehumidifier, so those are safe. But, yeah, I mean, I have a handful of DVD-Rs left from my huge DVD-R purge, but everything else is legit Blu-ray, and then I've got one shelf de- dedicated to... DVDs, but I, I, I mean, if I could, I would display all of it together, like even the VHS, but I'm, I mean, I am running out of room. I'm running out of space. Yeah. Yep. I only keep the stuff that's very essential that the kind of, I wouldn't actually do this, but the kind of stuff that we would say, Oh, if my house is on fire, what are you going to grab? Obviously I'm, it's, I'm not necessarily grabbing movies, but if in that weird scenario, yeah. That's the stuff that's yeah. upstairs. Yeah, and that is actually one of the reasons why I have my niche titles. Like, I've got all my Blu-rays alphabetized by just the, like just regular Blu-ray 
like Warner Brothers, Fox, Disney, all that stuff. But then my Vinegar Syndrome, Scorpion, Code Red, Scream Factory, Arrow, 88 Films, those are all in their own place. And that's those are the ones that I would just grab a box and just dump. Just save these. Save these. Now those are all separated by company, but they're also alphabetized, right? Yep, yep. Good by name. company and then al- and then alphabetized. Yeah, that's that's my plan with uh, with all of my, especially my tapes, because the tapes have the same borders, they have the same uh, design yeah. on the side, and so I'm gonna one day, one day, one day. I got plans, but see, we're in the pro. I mean, we want to we gotta fix a, a couple of things in this house, and then we're planning on getting out of here. This is not our forever home. This is a temporary situation, so that's why most of my shit's in storage. Yeah, but for how long? Are we talking like once the kids graduate, or are you hoping to be out before then? In the next couple of years. I mean, it's, well, and she wants to go a little faster than I do, but that's only because we live across from the school, and it's just so damn convenient for the kids to just, it's, if school starts at, I don't even remember now if they're ever going back to school, but. If school starts at seven forty-five, eight forty-five, we have to leave here at eight forty-four. You know, it, it's just too convenient to just walk yeah. a couple hundred feet and boom, school. Uh, and our our neighbor is a teacher, so she's always on call to help us. And it's just, although they're going to be moving soon, so that's going to be a uh, let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Hmm. But we can't handle two mortgages, so. We need to sell this before we can do that, which gotcha. means we're going to be moving into probably moving into uh, with our parents at some point, which that's not going to work at all. Oh, yeah. Which parent? Which? Um, I'll be moving in with my parents and she'll be moving in with her parents. Oh, really? Oh, oh. Mm. I, there's there's no other way to do it. We can't both live with my parents and I yeah. am not going to live with her parents. Not because I necessarily have an issue with them, but that'll put me 20 minutes further away from work. Yeah. Fuck that. I b- bitching freaks. Any, yeah, anything, else? <laughs> anything else for coming soon for you? Oh, I, um, Italian, just I, a whole slew of Italian stuff that I won't even begin to pronounce the names now. Let's just wait. And I'll, I'll make you type those out on a future episode. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> strange case of the beyond the darkness. Yeah. Something cops shudder or some shiver or something. Oh, oh no. The cops are blundering in the dark. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My bad. Oh, I love that title so much. <laughs> uh, I've got more. I, I have been on a VHS tear and I've got more VHS coming. My buddy, uh, one of my buddies online was asking a question about... Uh, movies that are driven by sex, and so we started making lists, and I threw in there nine and a half weeks. I watched that. Uh, Crash, David Cronenberg. Have you ever seen that? That's uh-huh. uh, I got that tape sitting over here. That's coming soon. Uh, then there was another thread where they were having an argument about Cape Fear being Scorsese's worst film, yes or no. And I go, huh, I've only watched it once, and well, damn, there's the VHS, so I guess I'll be watching that. I... Who knows what 80s shit I will stumble upon on Amazon Prime. Yeah. But yeah. that has been my mood. <clears throat> oh, and I am just absorbing every single frame of F is for Family Season 4 with my eyeballs and my ears. And I love it. And my wife 
really likes it, but Bill Burr says some really fucked up shit, and then she turns around and stares at me. She's Why? Like, because that's something you would say if you could. Oh. And this happens 20 times in a half an hour episode. She whips around and looks at me with a little smirk on her face. Yeah. You think that. You would do that if you could. You would say that if you could. And I'm in my head, I'm going, yeah. 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 I would yeah. tell my kid to go fuck off, but I don't. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> okay. Anything else you want to add for this episode? Um, It's romper room outside. It, it, oh, what? Go ahead. What's going on? Oh, Give us the update. Just, there's joggers and there's so many kids out there. That the joggers, I'm like, I'm waiting for a crash. I'm just waiting for an epic crash of jogger and child on Strider bike. Uh, uh, Strider bike? Oh, you know, yeah, Strider bikes. Those are like before you get into bicycles. There's these little bikes that doesn't have don't have pedals. You just sit on it and then you just you. Yeah, that was my idea, by the way. Just so you know. What? Uh, Yeah. That's how I trained my kids. I didn't use those bikes. I they, I didn't know they existed. I, I took the training wheels off and I, I told them not to use the pedals, just push. That's what, yeah, that's what these bikes are. They're real small and then they just, they just with their feet, boop, 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 footstone down the driveway or down the, down the road. And yep. That's how I taught both my boys how to ride bike. No, I mean, oh, not yeah. with that, with a regular bike, just not use the pedals. And then eventually they'd naturally just put their feet on the pedals to go faster. Yeah. Oh, and oh, so yeah, so with all the commotion, so this weekend, uh, we went to Target with the kids, which, ugh, just why? And it just was going worse and worse and worse and worse. And then if, it, it, whenever things are going bad in a store, <clears throat> you always pick, I always pick the worst possible line to get in to check out. Like, okay. <laughs> There's, there's only a few, of course, there's only a few checkout people and we have enough stuff. We're not going to do the self checkout. So I'm like, well, there's only one person in front of us here. There's a lot of stuff on the, on the checkout lot, but one person. And, and I'm like, and then we waited and we wait. I'm like, Oh, this was the wrong line. And at this point, there's no turning back. Like there's no turning back. You're stuck here. And my youngest was starting to act up. I'm like, you know what? We're going to go out to the car. We're going to sit in the car and listen to music while we wait on mom to finish this up. 15 minutes of waiting. Um, and on the way out to the car, Lucas and I are walking and Lucas turns around and says, Hudson. And I turn around and he's stopped right where cars are going past Target, like right in the front there, trying to pick something up off the floor. And there's a truck that has basically stopped for him. I... I screamed at him so loud. And the, so then he runs over to the car, pissed off at me. <clears throat> so we all sit in the car and we just listen to booming loud, loud sound garden for 15 minutes. I mean, to where they couldn't, they couldn't talk if they wanted to. It was that. I'm like, we're, yeah. we're doing sound garden. I did that with, did that with my boys and master puppets on the way yeah. to grandma's house. They were acting up so much. I'm like, here, listen to this. Master, master. Yeah. I just cranked it. Yeah, and over here, the day I tried to live, something, something. Oh, every now and then, I'd be back, I would hear, Daddy, Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, every now and then, yep. I just turned up a little bit louder. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and then, oh, Dad, what's the next song? Nope, louder. <laughs> and this, as the minutes ticked on, I just, I could just feel just my, oh, I'm like, this is taking too long. I'm like, 
I can't just go in and yell because I got the kids with me. I'm not going to drag them back out of the vehicle. And yep. so, oh, that drive home when she finally came out and loaded up. Oh, that drive home was – it was fast what? and not fun. Fast what? and not fun. Oh, no. It was booming loud sound guard. I did that, – that didn't end. Oh. It's, yeah, it's it's we're we're getting uh, black hole sun now the whole way home. <laughs> oh, Target is one of those places that it's very near to Coles on my list of nope. Oh, I'm not going. It. You're going in there alone. You can you can go to Coles. I'm not going with you. Yeah, Target's getting real close. Uh, just just way too much meandering and mm-hmm. distraction and no. This is not yeah. my store to wander around. I'll, I'll drop her off there and go over to the exchange and kill some time there. And well, just, it just adds a whole another level of suck when there's kids along. You can't. I, it's not even doable. Yeah. And then I, I take the boys. Usually, I take the boys. Now, now you got a Dave and Buster's up there. Last time oh, I was yeah. up there. So I took the boys over there. Oh, how is it? I haven't been there yet. Oh, I get your wallet out. It's uh. expensive as shit. You pay for these cards. Here's. 15 bucks and here's a for your minimum 60 credits or something and then you go and every game is like 10 credits or I don't yeah. know, whatever the whatever it was take them to the ah oh, there's one game in there where you have like x-men fighting each other like a fighting game yeah take them to take them to that one because every time like they'll you scan your card and they'll run your credits and then they fight each other for three rounds and then at the end of it it spits out like a baseball card with an x-men on it Oh, and cool. Then if, and then if you want, you can scan that card and have that character for the next round. And when you, you know. Yeah. Eh, so it's cool. So I, you t- take them there because waste all your credits there because by the time they walk away, they got, you know, five or six baseball cards with X-Men on it. So they take, they walk away with something and then they're happy. It's, it's not just. Uh, a three minute game, not even three minutes. Some of those games are like. 30 yeah. seconds or the yeah. whack-a-mole kind of bullshit. Yeah. Did now? Have you been there since COVID? Like, is it? No, no, no. This was months before that. Okay. This so was... I wonder how if things are now. I wonder if they're even able to have. I, it how would you wipe everything down after that? A yeah. lot of those games are hands on, but it, dude, that place was packed and it was nuts. It was around. Uh, I want to say maybe around Christmas time, a couple weeks before Christmas. Ah, you were up here and you didn't visit me. Oh, you want me to come over with the ki- wife and kids? Just. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> don't worry we still have our top gun date yes we do yes we do yep that my, that is that is on yeah that is my going wife to and i on. we actually are like what are we gonna do like like what what's gonna happen if top gun comes out now this winter and you guys are i'm like it, we're gonna watch it and i'm like i'm I'm still holding there to it that this is gonna be oh no official. this is happening my my yeah. wife is is insistent this is happening Really? She wants to see it that much? Yeah. I don't, I'm don't. i like, when did you become a number one yeah. Top Gun super freak? Like, oh, I love that movie. Okay. <laughs> so, don't worry. That is happening. Okay. All right. One way or another. I yeah. Obviously, we don't know when it's coming out yet, but... Yeah. Okay, well, I think we've gone on long enough and made oh, up for last we're week's two gar- hours. garbage episode. I mean, we've made up for it in time, right? <laughs> I think so, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Last last episode was like, if you cut out some of that stuff, we could be an hour. I mean, that's a Roger Corman episode right there. <laughs> yeah, it was garbage. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> All right. I'll see you next time. All right. See you. Bye. 
Thanks for listening. Hey, if you want to get a hold of the Movie Freaks, you can get a hold of us facebook.com backslash Movie Freaks Pod on Twitter at Movie Freaks Pod. Drop us an email, moviefreakspod at yahoo.com. Intro music was public domain by www.rutgermuller.nl.